Thanks for listening to another episode of the HeartShare Group Podcast. You can find out more information on the services we offer to support ministries and organizations by visiting our website, theheartsharegroup.com, or by following us on social media. Hey friends, it's Jack Eason along with uh, my friend Mike Williams, and we are glad that you have chosen to take a little bit of time out of your schedule today and uh, be encouraged. We're going to be talking about banquets. I know a lot of you uh, as a pregnancy center or nonprofit even some of you in non-commercial Christian radio have banquets from time to time, maybe even annually, uh, to support the work of your ministry. And Mike does a lot of... How, how many banquets would you say you have done in your career? We have now topped 800 Pregnancy Resource Center banquets. Jack, that is a lot of chicken and cold green beans. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's that is a lot. That was a lot. Well, I know you. Uh, go ahead. I've got to ask you a question. In all of the research, and I know because you're you're kind of the you're kind of the the pregnancy resource center radio research guy. I mean, you help them, you know, move things along and get better at doing what they do. You're 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 the systems guy for them. You've got to figure out a reason why caterers can't serve a warm green bean. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm with this, you. I'm with this you. needs to be solved before we get to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. You, you know, you, you talk about cater, and I, I've heard you say this before, and, and, and I agree, uh, and this may be a good place to dive in, talking about banquets. Um, the caterer is supposed to work for the person writing the check. Am I understanding this correctly? You would think so. <laughs> Did I tell you about Illinois when literally as I was, as I'm doing now, this is after I've, I've spoke, you know, 55 minutes, I'm coming to the end of my appeal. And I look down and there's three tables that still hadn't been served food. Oh my goodness. And, and this is the, this is a 900 pound elephant in the room. And I just looked at him and I said, folks, so sorry, but I do want you to know that 30 minutes ago, we ordered Domino's pizza just to see who would get it here first. <laughs> The caterer who's right back there in the kitchen or Domino's. So either way, we've got you covered. Uh, wow, wow, wow. You know, I'm glad you brought that up because I always like to remind folks of this. You wouldn't buy a new car without a guarantee, would you? No way. No. If you want bought a new car, now think about this. Most of the time, what we're investing in our banquet is more than the cost of a new car. You ought to get some guarantees with it. You ought mm -hmm. to get guarantees from your speaker. You ought to get guarantees from your caterer. Your caterer has to be reminded that they work for you. You write the check. So when they go, we don't do it that way, what you do is say, okay, I'm sorry, then we'll have to find another caterer. Mm -hmm. It's amazing how quickly they'll be willing to learn to do it that way yeah that's right caterers need to learn that they don't make they don't raise the money they are an ancillary they are a secondary system to a banquet mm. okay mm. nobody's gonna go oh you know i this is the most wonderful hot pocket covered in gravy that i have ever had <laughs> i, I want to give a million dollars to a pregnancy center okay <laughs> Was that too honest? No, no that's good. That's, that's the truth. That, that is you true. Know, and we both I've had over 800 dinners. Okay. Uh, I can tell you not one of them was that amazing. Yeah. Okay. We had some good dinners, but none of them made me write out a big check. Yeah. What made me write out a big check was that the organization showed me, uh, number one, that they had a business enough mind to deserve the money. Okay. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing. If your group can't control their caterers, they can't control their help. They can't control their volunteers. That's right. And it means that I shouldn't give them money. Okay. Yep. So 
control your audience, control your narrative. An organization that can't control the people who are giving testimonies. You know, we've all seen those horrible testimonies. I'm telling you, if you can't control your testimonies, maybe you shouldn't be trusted with a lot of money. Mm, yeah. And that's the way a, lot, a big businessman feels about it. Now, Jack, let's talk about banquet cancellations. Have you had any? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Ab absolutely. Me too. Uh, by the way, I am uh, re starting a GoFundMe page. Um <laughs> for the uh, spring here <laughs> gloria called me gloria called me and said mike i hate to tell you this but in the last three days we had 18 cancellations uh, okay. oh wow now now i, I want to invite people right now just to to, uh, <laughs> to put some money in the digital tip jar even as we're doing this podcast and you can go to the digital tip jar, Mike Williams and, and help, help him out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I would, al I would almost take that. <laughs> no, you know what the, the, the deal is, is that we're, my wife and I are going to make it for a number of reasons. One is uh, we've realized you can't eat children if you have to. Mm, yeah. uh, <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> We just lost people there. People actually hung up over that one. Um, here, here's here's the deal. It's because we've we've done our best to save, okay? And you know, I'm not saying we could go year after year, but I'm saying that, like any organization, like yourself, we never want to be operating from week to week, okay? Mm -hmm. That's right. that's not good. But but let's talk about that real quick, Jack, because I had a lot of folks who um, were were going should we book for the fall? Now, you and I, I have not talked about this. So let me ask you, should people who have to cancel their banquet in the spring rebook for the fall? Let's see if we have the same views upon this. And, and it's all right for both of us to have differing views because I enjoy talking to people who are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I, I, I think, you know, most of the sinners that, that I know of uh, if they've canceled a spring banquet, um, to to your point about saving, most of them don't have enough set aside for a rainy day, so they're going to need to rebook for the fall. Um, and and probably people who have come through this you know whole pandemic time, uh, what, what do you call it, bit, bit, bent up giving, uh, they're going to be ready to give. So I would say let's uh, let's strike when the iron is hot, so to speak. And if you had to cancel your spring uh, banquet, uh, I would be working quickly on on getting something on the calendar for the fall. You know, that's an interesting thought, and and I'll give it to you um, that as far as mathematically, yes, I want to say before you jump on that for a yes, let me give you some thoughts to think about. If you go to a fall banquet from the spring, push that fall banquet to as early as possible. Mm -hmm. This year's new early is going to be probably the first or second week of August. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, because here's why. If you go to a late fall banquet, and I mean, because, I mean, you know my schedule. I'm, I'm crazy full in the fall. OK, I don't think I could take another day. In fact, I've already told Gloria to shut down anything in October and most anything in September. OK, now here's here's the deal. Here's the deal. If you go too late in the fall, then it requires you to now from now on 
move to the fall. Yes. Because it's going to be too soon in the spring to do it. Mm. Okay. So you have to consider that. Okay. Can you, can you afford to change everything over to a fall banquet? Now what's, what's the ups and downs of the fall banquet? Well, the, I'll just give you the downsides of it. The downside is the later in the year you're asking people for money or the later in a season, whether that be spring or fall, uh, you don't want to be the last people asking for money mm-hmm. because then That's people right. are out of money. That's right. You want to be early. So please, people, please, 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 people, listen, if you're rebooking for the fall, think about fall as being mid-August. Okay, get in there early before everybody else, because there's going to be so many people who are going to be using the pandemic narration to raise money. Don't be the last person asking for money. Mm, Be be the first on the list and then come back next year and begin doing your banquets earlier and earlier in the spring. Okay. It used to be, Jack, that I never had a banquet start until late February. And then they started going to mid-February. And now I do banquets every year, the third week of January, and they are wonderful banquets. Mm, Why? Because they're the first group to ask for money and people still have money to give. Yeah, that's good. That's good. You you, you mentioned this a little bit, but but I want to go back to it for a second Um, as far as the the caterer and – you know, controlling those who give testimonies. Uh, you know, one of the things that I often tell pregnancy centers is to watch the clock and actually time out the banquet. What What would you, in all your years of experience, 800-plus banquets, What's what does a normal night or a good night look like as far as the, the time allotted for the story, the director, a testimony, time for, for the speaker? Uh, you, you and I both, I know, have been a part of banquets where it's supposed to be two hours and – with about 15 minutes left in the night, they turn the program over to, to us as the speaker. And you're like, okay, I got 15 minutes to connect with the audience, to uh, do the appeal and wrap up and pray and get them out the door, which is very difficult. What, what does a normal night, a, a good night look like as far as the clock? Last year, I celebrated a birthday in the middle of one of the banquets. <laughs> it was not my birthday when the banquets started. <laughs> Uh, Jack, <laughs> here's here's what I learned from the good folks that focus on the family. Mm. Any banquet over two hours is too long. Now think about this. You've got to be careful allowing your people to get to a banquet too early. You know, we we have these silent auction things, and come come an hour and a half early and sit there and mm. get yourself all wrapped up into giving twenty or twenty four dollars. You know, you know, I don't even like silent auctions. I always go, people are going to give you the money anyway. Why make enemies? Because she won the piece of cheap jewelry. Mm, mm, yeah, yeah. Not to mention, <laughs> if you've ever seen an actual fight break out at a banquet, which I have, okay, <laughs> a fist fight between two ladies over a piece of costume jewelry because because one wasn't uh, uh, putting the correct amount of bid increase down. Oh, my goodness. And the police had to be called. If you've ever had a banquet ruined by something like that, then – then, then you understand why you want to get the people in there and you want to have a two-hour total banquet, Yeah. okay? Which means that it's really good 
to you make sure that those salads and desserts are preset. Oh, well, we have ice cream. We don't want it to melt. Well, then you don't have ice cream. Mm. You change it then. Right. And you have cake and you put it on the table. Oh, it's not as good as the ice cream. Yeah. You know what? Uh, Perrier water is not as good as tap water. But if you're in a desert mm. uh, and, and, and tap water is there at the top right then, then tap water is the best water. Right. That's okay. Right. And so you are in, in a time crunch. Um, not to mention, uh, we always make it where the speaker is asking for money at the latest point in the banquet. Mm. Okay. Why? Why do we do that when they're the most tired? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we could talk about the golf tournament at the end. Yeah, that's right. We could talk about all these other things at the end. Um, you know, we, I see so many of these videos. Oh, we want to show you a video of what we've done. So we play some sad song, uh, which uh, nobody knows. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and then we slow show a slideshow. It's kind of like, you and I telling a, a, a what we call a private joke, a joke that only you and I get. So here a bunch of strangers are just looking at faces of people sitting and smiling uh, in a room and babies. Mm, okay. Yeah. Uh, again, just say about anything that you're doing, anything that you're doing at the banquet, ask this question. Why are we doing this right here? right now Mm. and if you can't say we believe that this right here will generate income if we can't say that this right here will generate income then we know that it doesn't belong in a fundraising 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 i emphasize that Mm. banquet program yeah now you you talk about some of the elements that need to be um appealing also to men and the importance of men Talk, oh. talk about that a little bit. Be careful not to make the banquet too frilly and flowery. Mm. Okay. Uh, get some male voices up there. Let me tell you what the what the most important testimony is. Oh, of course, we know it's the girl who was rescued. No, it's not. No, it's not. Stop saying that. It's not. Okay. Most of the people in the room cannot relate to the girl who's giving the testimony. Mm. They can relate to somebody who gets up there who is a donor just like them and says this five years ago, I came to one of these banquets and I was moved and I was inspired, but you know, you just don't trust people. And so we started giving a small gift of $30 a month. But over the years, we have followed the organization and seen what they have done with our $30. And it has made us thrilled and, and proud to be part of a truly life-saving organization, mm-hmm. an organization that doesn't just talk about saving life, but actually does it. And we're in it for the long haul. This is, this is our charity. And we'd like to invite you to be with us in saving lives. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of testimony you need because that is a true peer-driven testimony. Right. Did that make sense, Jack? Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Th- that coupled with, uh, you know, staying under two hours and 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 uh, getting down to the point of the appeal. And I want to talk about that next time. So we're gonna we're gonna make you stick around. Uh, next time, Mike, we want to pick up right there and uh, talk more about banquets. There's so much more about banquets that a lot of friends don't think about. And if you're interested in hearing more, join us next time right here on the HeartShare Podcast. If you'd like more information on today's topic, check out our resource page at our website, thehearthsharegroup.com. You can also follow Jack on social media as well. 
Thanks for listening.